And welcome back to another episode of I'll Be the Judge of That. I am your host, Adam Eagle Rock, and with me today is my co-host, Evan Ryan Lewis. How are you doing, Evan? I'm doing good, Adam. I feel like we're like stuck here in per- perpetuity. What do you mean? Like from the listener's perspective, like they think that we're just doing this 24-7, you know? I feel like I have no other life outside of this studio. All my life is just thinking of topics, talking about topics with you. Well, as a matter of fact, I, I tend to have a, you know, I have my, in my notes folder, like all the topics, right? Right. And now same. I've, I've done a bad job at like Xing out what I've used, what I haven't used. So I apologize to all of our listeners in the future that I may repeat the same topic and Evan may not catch it. And he's my only fact checker at this point, besides all of our, uh, you know, post-production people like Lara and Kyle and Jack and whatever. Anyway, as we have I a fan go- base now that that knows the the show pretty well, and I've I'm, gotten some messages like you guys have done that one before. I'm like, can you do that? Can you call out a host for telling? I love that they do that, and I and and you can DM me. You could just DM the podcast and and let Adam know that he's being asinine again with another topic that he's used. But it's amazing because like a lot of these topics come up like multiple. You know, it's not just a one and done. And as time goes on, I change my perspective of totally of certain things, right? Three years ago, my, my opinion toward saving a parking spot could have been much different. You know, now that I I'm, I'm hosting an event and I got to, you know, like you never know the situation that could alter the, the definition of what you said. Can you save a parking spot was forever like our classic example of a topic. And I saw it like last week I was in this busy parking lot and this guy was standing in like the only empty parking space. And I was like, no. And I just like pulled up and stared at him and he kind of like took a few steps away. You big dogged him. You can't save a parking spot. It's ridiculous. I, I, I just think that it's, I think it's such a power move to do. And I'm envious of those who can pull it off. But I, I can't I can't stomach that. My anxiety is too high. But I agree with you that over the years we've done so many topics that I see them all the time in so many different ways or like different wrinkles on them. So I don't mind like rehashing them if you have something new to bring to them. Well, it, you know, I went to go look at my notes today and then I was reminded to myself that I'm, I'm having this dinner party tomorrow and I had all these thoughts last night about topics for the dinner party and i wrote them all down and instead of going back to the drawing board i just came up with right there boom three topics based off of a concept of a dinner party yeah no they're everywhere there's an infinite number of topics that's always been my theory from the beginning well do you have a funny story of the week no but i got i have three new originals brand new ones all right bring it on then you're up buttercup i go first yeah okay I was at a uh, friend's house using the restroom and you know sometimes in the in people's bathrooms they have these like super nice like monogrammed paper napkins to dry your hands. Right. And there's like maybe 8 or 10 of them in the tray and then there's like a towel as well. Can you yeah. use the really nice napkins or are they just there for show? Have you tried ever to use those things? Well, I shouldn't. I don't, I usually like to tell the topic and then like you try yeah, to figure pers- out my yeah. perspective. But yeah, I used it. I was like, "What are they here for?" I'm I'm going for it. I think you 100 percent can use it, but I when it, the monogram towels that I'm that I've used on these gentle they're not, hands, they're not monogram towels. They're like single use, like paper napkins. 
Oh, you know oh, what I'm talking oh, about? Oh. Yes, like super nice single use hand drying paper napkins. <laughs> and then they also have friend? like I don't know. I, I figured they probably got it as like a gift or something, you know. But they had them out there, so I'm like, screw you! Like, don't put them out there if you can't take them. Like, they also had like cloth towels as well that I feel like most people use. Right, right. Uh, but can you use the single use ones? This is. I think it depends what house you're in. Like, if the house is like, for some reason, like with that, I think of two things: one, an immaculately clean house, but the house was is kind of like has the 1990s, like early 2000s vintage look to it. Like the darker cabinets and the darker maple floors. Like for some reason, I, I feel like Pine Sol is somewhere close. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or it's like the opposite. It's this white, pristine house with, I don't know why, it's very clean. If someone has those, it's very clean. If it's a dirty house and you have those, use the, use the freaking towels. But in my mind, I'm just thinking of like this elevated, super wealthy person with marble everywhere and everything's in white and marble and like they have these things and it's just like, who cares? Like use them. But if you're talking about like you went to apartment 603 in Santa Monica on the fourth story, like what the fuck do you think you are with monogram hand towel? Use them and blow your fucking nose in them. So there was a wastebasket below the sink, you know, and I noticed that my... Well, who are Use. you? It's a trash can. <laughs> There's a, a trash basket. can. There's a trash can below the sink, and I noticed that my uh, used paper hand towel was the only one in there. Yeah, which means that no one washes their hands after they use the bathroom, except for me, or no one uses the single-use paper napkins. I I'm going to go with no one uses single-use paper napkins. I don't think that they're. I just don't think they're practical. I think that like that's such a stupid thing. Like. <laughs> I, I actually have an opinion on all things monogram now that we're talking about it. Yeah. Sure. What, what, what initials do you think you have that is so important that you need to put this on everything in your house? Oh, look at my cutting board with the monogram initials. Who, what are you? Are you a chef? Even chefs don't have that. So what are we uh -huh. talking about here? <laughs> are you in real estate? Are you in finance? You got, you got it on your cufflinks and stuff? What are we doing? I, I just assumed like someone for their wedding gave them like 500 napkins with their name on them. But the thing is, like, they're not going to order them again. They're kind of expensive. Like, if everyone uses them, they'll go kind of quick, you know? So it's yeah. kind of like a dick move to use them. But at the same time, like, why put them out? Yeah. You know, I wouldn't use it just out of, I, I don't even want to get that, that ink of the monogram on my hands. I don't even want to be associated with, with monogram anything. It's a poor drying experience. It, it terrible. Well, I so I thought you taught you were talking about actual napkin, actual towels. No, there were cloth towels there as well that I think most people use. No, but the 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 monogram towels, the mm -hmm. ones that I've seen used, those too, yeah. tend to be very poor at drying your hands. So I, I we could agree on that though. Of, of like <laughs> anything monogram is not the best for drying. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, nah. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Use the r regular towel and just throw out the monogram <laughs> stuff anyway. <laughs> that's what I'm going. So I'm having this potluck dinner, and so for those of you that you know don't know what a potluck dinner is, it's it, the, the host cooks one thing and everybody else who's coming over brings a side. 
or don't dessert, insult but... our audience like that. Everyone knows what a potluck dinner is. Okay, just making sure. So at a potluck dinner party, can the host tell you exactly what to bring? Yeah, I, yeah, of course. Because otherwise, it'd just be like everyone's just going to show up with mashed potatoes and wine. You got to do a little um, coaching as the host, I think. How much coaching? I mean, you can't be that exact. You can you can give like an overall meal type. You can say like asparagus or vegetable, but you can't say like take two teaspoons of parsley, finely chop a clove of garlic. <laughs> like, so that was that was my follow up question on that same topic was can you tell them how to cook it? It's just like mm. we're gonna thinly slice these potatoes here, okay? And here's the recipe I want you to use and, and make no, this. No, definitely not. I'm trying to think like if you wanted like mashed potatoes or baked potatoes or a certain type of, you know, right, right. grilled this or boiled that, you know. Mm, I think so, but you really can't give much more direction than that. Okay, so if you're having a potluck dinner party, you're saying that I, I can only tell you like starch carb, vegetable, salad, dessert. I can't be like, you know, bring over I think you mac can go... and cheese from Air One. No. And I want you to no. bake it at 350 and then broil it at the end so it gets a nice crunch. I think that you should give like an overall category, but you can go one layer deeper. So like you can say bring vegetables, etc. Or you could say like bring carrots but I don't think you can say like bring grilled carrots instead of boiled carrots. And you definitely can't say bring grilled carrots in a spicy Dijon sauce. <laughs> but you can give some direction, you know, because like if you told me to bring a salad and I show up with a fruit salad, then, you know, it might uh-huh. throw off your. But this is kind of one of the issues with a potluck. If you don't want to if you don't want to give up control, then don't have a potluck. Is it give is a potluck dinner giving up control or is it giving up uh, time? No, you don't have a potluck dinner so you can boss ten of your friends around the city. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I was just I I didn't know what to t- and, and then it was just like at what timing can you tell during a potluck? You, you know when you invite people for a potluck dinner, like you know I said that group text, relatively small group and. And you know, two people immediately replied. Could I just be like, "Boom, you're on, you're on carbs, all right? Preferably potatoes. Boom, you're on vegetables. Preferably carrots. Can you like, how quick can you just fire away there? Can you pick who gets what, or can you send to the group chat like, I'm gonna need a salad, a potato, and a vegetable. Who can do what, or could, do you like do mm, those assignments? I like that. I like that. I like that. I think the assignments, like I, my friends, though they're they're not as responsive. You know, like if I put out a like a here's five items, somebody choose one. I, I don't feel like anyone will, will immediately jump in, and then I'm like, what's going on? Who's going to bring the the fruit? Who's going to bring the salad? Who's going to bring the dessert? Yeah, I I don't think you can really assign like that. Do you care if it's home-bought or store-made? Another one, we did the topic, can you bring something store-bought and present it as homemade, which is so funny. Like, can you go to the supermarket, get 10 cookies, and then put them on a plate and cover them with tinfoil and pretend like you baked them? But leaving that one aside, do you care if it's <laughs> store-bought or, or homemade? Um, no, 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 no. no you no, say bring no. potatoes, I can go down to, to the supermarket of your choice. 
Yeah. Yeah. But my biggest, I would say, pet peeve of of that type of situation is when the person brings um, not enough, but at an elevated restaurant. Mm. Right. So like one time and I, I was actually at fault for this. So one time I, somebody had a dinner party. What could I, I said, what could I bring? They said dessert. And I knew that they were vegan. So I, I went to this vegan bake shop. Do you have any idea how much it costs to buy like a vegan slice of cake? Mm-hmm. It was like mm-hmm. $25 for one slice. And I was like, okay, this dessert thing just got crazy. You know, you know how much a Susie's cupcake is? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, guess how much a Susie's cupcake is? What is seven dollars? Yeah. So I, I went to get cupcakes for someone's party. Like, oh yeah, it'd be like thirty. I'm like, oh, everyone might want a cupcake or two. I'm like, I'm not gonna drop four hundred dollars on cupcakes here. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, don't go to an elevated spot if you're bringing one cupcake. You know, I, I, I ended up dropping like fifty dollars and still showed up like shy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what yeah. are we talking? About? What, what are we doing? <laughs> This potluck dinner is going to be a disaster. Absolutely. Well, I'm not vegan, so, you know, you don't need to go to Susie's. Also, you're not on dessert, by the way. You didn't tell me to bring anything. I know. I I, I needed to chop it up. I didn't even get get an assignment. (laughs) Not yet. I'm going to tell you soon, but I needed to, you know, air out exactly what I can and cannot do before dictating. Yeah. Well, you better tell me soon. I got to preheat my oven. (laughs) Well, I'm not done with, with my dinner party topics but go for it you're up number two okay my second topic can you ask a coffee shop to make your hot drink iced after you've received it we didn't do this we did something about oat milk or almond we milk did or something. we did um can you ask the barista can you confirm it's the right kind of milk because i was with a friend and she ordered like i don't know coffee with almond milk or whatever then she gets it and shakes a sip and she's like are you sure this is almond milk? And like we were like we were like even if he made a mistake, like it's the perfect crime, you know. Right. Like how are you gonna how are you gonna prove anything? So I was like, it's you the can't do that crime. Yeah, just like yeah, yeah, that's almond, but like who knows? These days. Right. I had a pistachio milk latte the other day. Um, but I was with my cousin, and she ordered a, a hot latte, and she pays for it, and she gets it, and then she's like, actually, can I get it iced? I'm like, you can't do that. And she's like, why? It's the same drink. They're just putting it over ice. I'm like, well, they might charge for it differently. They need another cup. They got to get ice. Like, I don't know if you can do that. I'm I'm with her. <clears throat> you could do it. You could do hot to ice. You cannot do ice to hot. Because there's no way you can beverage. do ice to hot. Yeah. Unless you say but stick I it th- in the microwave or something. But that no, I, I think you could definitely do that. I, I, that happens to me a lot, actually. Like, some I my drink of choice is a double shot of espresso with a splash of water over ice. Sometimes I'll say a double shot of espresso with a splash of water. And now then they go the Americano and I go, no, that's a lot of water. And I don't want that much water. And before I know it, I forget to say over ice. And then mm-hmm. I get this like tiny little cup with like a half-assed attempt of what I actually wanted. And then I go, can I actually have a cup of ice? I think asking for a cup of ice is, is acceptable. I think asking for a cup of ice is acceptable too, now that you mention it. But to have them go back, like you made your bed lying it, you know? Right, right. Like you ordered, you know, now that's your drink now. So I don't know what to tell you. Like we did the topic, um, how long after you order at a restaurant, can you change your order? You know, like if you order the hamburger, you can't 10 minutes later, ask the waiter for the pizza. Like it's it's too late now. And I feel like you made your bed. You lined it. I do like the idea of asking for a cup of ice. You want to do the exchange yourself. 
but I don't think you can ask for that from the barista. I, I totally think you can hundred percent. You could ask for it. I, I think it's easier to just obviously ask for a cup of ice. My mother is somebody who constantly always asks. It's crazy. She's, she orders hot tea and then a side cup of ice. <laughs> and, but like her ratio of how much tea she puts into the, like she's doing her own like concoction on the side. Like I, I, I no one could interpret what exactly she's doing. But she asks all the time for a cup of ice. It's never a big deal, ever. I got lunch with my uncle B last week, and um, he ordered. We we're at a Japanese restaurant. He goes, "I'll take a uh, hot iced green tea, please." And the waiter's like, "Excuse," <laughs> like we all had to think about it. We're like, "What?" And he's like, "Sorry, sorry, I'm in a hot green tea." He's like, "Okay," and we're like, "Okay." <laughs> so then the guy brings him the hot green tea. He takes one sip. The waiter comes back. He's like, "Do you mind if I make this ice?" Actually, it's <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I actually, for the this is so weird. For the very first time in my life, I had hot tea and I poured it over ice, and it was you like your mother. It was phenomenal. I don't know what I've been waiting so long to have. But You're slowly quick, becoming your mom. A quick shortcut, a cheat code, a hack, if you will. At Starbucks, you could order a grande iced and ask to put it in the venti cup. Mm. <laughs> They will fill the whole thing up and charge mm. it for the grande. It's an interesting move. Yeah. Okay. Topic number two. We're back to the dinner party thing, the potluck <laughs> If you have a dinner party, can you cancel if. it if... What? If. If you have a dinner party, can you cancel it if half the people said no, they can't make it? <laughs> Which tier was I on? Um, no, you have to carry on. That's ridiculous. How many no's do you need to get before it's, such it's a great acceptable question. to cancel it? This is such a great topic. Like if you send an invite to 10 people and only one person can go, now you have to make dinner for one person. Right. That's right. hysterical. <laughs> well, it's, well, you know what's interesting? Because I know this is not an if you're having a dinner party that you're not making dinner for. But um, <laughs> you invited everybody in a group chat, which I think is a tactical mistake. I mm. think you send someone who you know you need them to be there. Hey, can you come? And then you kind of build from there and you kind of invite the fringe people last when you already have like a little core that's committed. When you send out the to 10 people, you risk getting the fringe guy, you know, especially when you send out a text about a dinner party like 72 hours later. People have plans. Not me, of course. I exist forever in this podcast studio talking about <laughs> nothing. But uh, some people are out in the world living their lives and like they have things to do. And so, yeah, you run that risk with the with the group text, but you have to have the party if only one person can go. You do. If one yeah, person, what are you talking about? If you send out a text, hey, I'm having everyone for dinner. Everyone says no except for me, and you're like, actually, no, it's canceled. I don't want to make you dinner. That's no. what I was trying to figure F out. You. It was like, no. what's the? Well, first off, you're you're the asset, okay? In in the in the people <laughs> that I invited, like, thank you. You could you probably know which one? <laughs> <laughs> Did I not? Uh, you know, I, it was a strategic move to add them to the group chat. I was thinking. You know, okay, that one person that I invited in that group, if he said yes, and he was the only one who said yes, this is where the topic 
derived from. I mm-hmm. wasn't about to just break bread with him and only him. You have to. You can't invite someone over for dinner and then cancel it because you don't want to have that one person there. But what? It, like you're going for the dinner party. You're not going for a dinner. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. So like, if if it if it, the party part is failing mm-hmm. in this in this hypothetical situation, can you you can't cancel it? I really don't think so. It's such a slap in the face. So ten people get invited. Nine say no. You have. I don't care to if have twenty people dinner. got invited and nineteen said no. You have to have the dinner. Yeah, <laughs> this is so crazy. Or you can make up an excuse to get out of it, but you can't say, "Hey, there wasn't enough critical mass here, and I don't want to have dinner with you." <laughs> critical mass. What so, if I bring a friend? <laughs> so I, I like what you're saying here. So this strategic move here would be to invite you, lock you in. Invite yeah. Nev, lock Nev in. Invite Austin, lock Austin in. Then start going out <laughs> to the tier two. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's textbook. I didn't know that. I thought it, I was yeah. looking for more of a mob mentality. No, it's a hilarious topic. I've never thought about it. But that's why you don't invite everyone at once in a mass text because you're really rolling the dice. I mean, it's the same dice rolled if, if I was inviting everyone individually. No, it's not because if you get to, you know, one no, two no, then you're like, okay, screwed. I'm not going to, this is not happening. That's how you get out of it. Mm. But once you send the text to everyone, you're having the party. Just that one person's going to have to bring a lot of food, unfortunately. You're not <laughs> yeah, that was like, it's a great follow up yeah. question. It's Only like, one guy was... can go. You're like, all right, I'm going to need a, <laughs> I'm going to need some red wine braised short rib. Send the recipe shortly. Three pounds of mashed potatoes, two pounds of. <laughs> And a and a ninety five dollar vegan <laughs> cupcake for dessert. I'll see you tomorrow night. <laughs> oh man, you just wrapped up the whole cast into one shot. Yeah, that's so funny. So I mean, I I'm glad that I asked these questions in this order because if you answered the first topic, <laughs> yes, you can be strategic about how you tell them what they need to bring. You need to grill the carrots. You need to saute the vegetables, mm-hmm. whatever. If you said yes to that, and then you were the only one invited, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, you have twenty dishes to make to like a certain like perfection from you. Well, now's a good time to let you know everyone else bailed except for you. So start cooking, yeah. baby. Nah, I'm on my own version of Top Chef. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a house to eat it at, right? How did you feel about the time frame I sent? Was that a good thing or a bad thing? You know, I was actually thinking about it because you invited everyone to this dinner party and you said it'll be from 5 to 8 as if at 8 p.m. like Cinderella comes <laughs> and like kicks everyone out. Like I've never seen an end date on a party, like an end time. Like, do what do you lose the venue? <laughs> it was like a noise ordinance. I need to go to bed, man. I need to clean up and go to bed. Hysterical. <clears throat> so you didn't like that? I just don't think anyone really abides by it. So it's okay, like, yeah. Well, I, I, if for, the reason I sent that was more for the intention of like, if you want to go out after, like, don't, don't think that this is an all night thing. Mm. Like, I, I actually did it as, as an opportunity for the for the guests, not as a as an, an, an like a block. I get that. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're no problem. 
All right, you're also ready momentarily. Um, Okay, my last topic. When you're celebrating a dual birthday, how do you decide whose name should go first in the birthday song? That's always an absolute clusterfuck. Right? I am... I am... I'm kind of anti-birthday songs. I'm so anti-birthday songs. I hate singing them. I hate listening to them. I, yeah. I, I would get rid of them in a heartbeat. I, I like the concept. I think it's a very, really endearing concept, but it's played out. You know, it's it's so not original anymore. <laughs> like, what are we? Doing I agree. Here? It's horrible. It's horrible. But we live in a world with the birthday song. So you know. So who goes first? I mean, Jack and Jill's birthday. Happy birthday. You get this weird like hodgepodge. Is it a male and female in, in this situation? The situation actually was two males that I the topic came from. I think if it's me- regardless, I think you, you shout the name. I, I You end up shouting the name of who who you're closest to. Or, I or think who, so too. I No, no, I, I apologize. That's what I think you should do is whoever you're closest to. What happens in practice is whatever name pops up first in your head. You're under the gun. I think it's, at that I think point. it's whoever you're closer to. If you have like a good friend who's doing like a joint birthday with like their coworker or whatever, and you don't really know the other person they're doing the joint birthday with, you're saying your friend's name first. Happy birthday to Jill! And yeah, Jack yeah, that's, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you you got to show the same enthusiasm for both names. Yeah, you but don't it. you think you say the name first of whoever you're closer with personally? I think that should be a rule. Now mm-hmm. that we're talking about it, that's like the first thing that came to my mind is like, I'm going to say Evan before Jill. But I, in practice, no. I'm, I'm just Jill and Jill and Evan. So at a joint birthday party, the birthday um, celebrators, they can see who has more fans in the crowd based on the birthday song. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Do you so so it is one birthday song though? It always is. You don't sing birthday song twice. Twins go through this every year. Right. We should we should get twins on. Chop we have a guy who I'm trying to get this guy on who's a twin and he has twin topics and he is like the hardest guy to schedule. I've, I've ever seen never seen anything like it. Who's this guy? His name's Adam Gutnick. I don't think you'll ever meet him though, because <laughs> I've been trying to get it on for months and like Wow, twin topics me, are great topics. He texted me like the other day, how's uh, how's Tuesday night to record? And then I'm like, okay, yeah, I kind of forgot about it for a bit. And then like I text you and then you're like, yeah, can we? and then like by the time I got back to him, I'm like, okay, Tuesday works. He's like, how about Thursday? <laughs> I go, you said Tuesday. And he's like, yeah, but you took a while to get back to me. That's also a to- That's a great topic. That's a phenomenal topic. <laughs> but we that's should a- ask him about the birthday song. I, uh, if, if we get twins on, I'll come correct with a list of twin topics he has twin topics he showed me some of them i will also come with twins i have a lot to to dig in there i have a twin friend his name's sam sammy noodles and he does a lot of <laughs> twin things and so i i pepper him with so many twin topics they're phenomenal like topics what? too. do you get jealous when you know your brother got engaged before you you know who was better at basketball growing up like you know really how, did that em- how did that emotionally feel? <laughs> <laughs> this is or not- just dis- discussion points, table topics. I don't know. This is more like a therapy session. I'm not sure. Adam's <laughs> yeah, gonna want to come on dive- now. <laughs> Why do you think he's never said yes? 
yeah, yeah exactly. I'm trying. I'm trying to understand like the psyche behind the twins. You know, like like mm-hmm. what goes on in your head when the you're the person that looks just like you and has yeah. lived every experience with you succeeds yeah. before you. What happens in your mind? Are you handling that okay? Interesting. Yeah. Well, let's get, everything is let's so everything's so temporary. Coming. Everything's so temporary. Nothing's permanent. You know. So just because one twin is gets a four in high school doesn't mean he's gonna do well in college or in his career or in love or in anything else. So nothing lasts forever. Everything's, everything's just a fleeting moment. Nothing's permanent. That was so poetic of you. Thanks. Are you ready? So how do you, how do you decide um, whose name you say first in a happy birthday? Whoever you're closest to. I think in in practice, it's, it's going to be whatever, you know, name pops up first in your head, but in reality, it should be whoever you're closest with. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I think that's all the time we have for this week. But um, I'm very excited to see you tomorrow at this uh, potluck dinner party. I'm excited <laughs> to get my food assignment and to be kicked out at eight. What are you good at? What do you want? I want like wine. Just give me something I can go to the store and pick up. I don't really want to cook, honestly. I'm going to your okay, house. Okay, well, it's going to be food, it's going to be Tupperware. Then something I can just get at a restaurant, like a pound of mashed potatoes or something. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Why? What are you considering giving me? I'm giving you. What's in the cards for my assignment? (laughs) I don't know. I have to think about it now. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with some dinner party uh, follow-up. Adios.